I'm Janelle Hosking and you beautiful are here to get confident. No more self-doubt, no more overthinking, no more what ifs. I'm helping you grow your confidence so you can live a fulfilled life. Welcome to the show. Hey beautiful and welcome to episode 58 of the Get Confident podcast. Honestly, I have to start with this. You ladies loved last week's episode. If you haven't listened to it yet, go back, listen to it. It's episode 57. We have a beautiful guest, Ritu, and we talk about something a little bit different where we are discussing the platform LinkedIn. I know it sounds really dry, but it's actually so informative all about how you can utilize that platform to help you in your career. So networking, uh, potential new job opportunities, that good stuff. There is so much goodness inside it. So make sure at some point you go and check out episode 57. And I just loved having all of your messages throughout the past week telling me everything that you really liked, what you've learned, and how you've gone and updated your LinkedIn episode, not LinkedIn episode, your LinkedIn because of it. So it just made me very, very happy. Happy that you enjoyed it. Now, uh, my goal this year for 2023 is to have a mix, right? A mix of guests and solo episodes because I don't really want the podcast to become a guest only show. I think it is really important that we have guests because, you know, I don't know everything. I'm not an expert in everything. I am the confidence woman, right? That's what I do. And so I love the idea of having other people come in and share things that are really practical that you can take away and go and apply in your life straight away. So that is what we're going to be doing. But don't despair, you know, if you don't love guest episodes. The plan is, in an ideal world, if we get a lot of guests on, it would be like, solo episode, guest episode, solo episode. So kind of chop and change in between. So for instance, episode 57 was a guest episode. And today you have just me for a solo episode. Now, carrying on from last week, I really want to stick to the theme of career for a little bit, because it sounds to me like you ladies are loving this. And while planning this episode, I was reflecting through my career, trying to think of like, okay, what are some career lessons, some learnings that I've had, some things that I can share through the podcast. So I left school at the end of year 12. There was, you know, one year left, year 13. And um, I left the end of year 12, went to go study a one-year course teaching me all about radio, broadcasting, media. It was quite a cool and quite a diverse course over 12 months. And while we were there, our tutor said to us that you have to get uh, work experience, okay? So at the same time, I did quite a bit of volunteering and things like that, you know, really trying to prove what I could do and why someone should hire me, but then also a great opportunity for me as a person to just explore and see what I like. Okay. So that all happened right through to, you know, getting my first job in radio and working my way through different roles, moving to different cities all around New Zealand, right through to uh, leaving radio at the end of 2017 and then totally changing industries where I went from you know talking into a microphone every single day of my life pretty much to helping people who were starting their own businesses who had crazy or also really simple ideas for things that they wanted to create 
And my job was to help them to bring it into reality, right? So it was totally different from what I was doing before. And when I was reflecting on this, there was a theme that came across all of those years. I mean, to be honest, there's probably lots of themes, but the one thing that came to my mind again, while I was thinking about this episode was the amount of times that I was told no by people who were generally older because I was very young at this time and who naturally had a lot more career experience than me. And I guess the reality is, right, no matter how qualified or how experienced you are, there will always be times in your life, but specifically for this episode, in your career where you hear the word no. This could be response to job applications, promotions, a business idea, you know, so many different things. And I know that hearing no can be really disheartening. And there's a part of hearing no that can make you question your own abilities and yourself as a person. So today, I really wanted to dive into that and share three ways that you can confidently keep moving forward in your career when you hear no. So by the end of today, you're going to have three things that you can draw on the next time you get yourself outside of that comfort zone, pitch a new idea, um, you know, apply for a promotion, change industries. And if on the off chance you hear a no, you're going to be okay, right? Because you're going to have these three things that are going to help you through. And another thing as well, there is nothing wrong with being told no. It is not a bad thing. It is just part of the journey. And there are so many success stories that came from people being told no. JK Rowling, she got fired from Amnesty International because she wasn't working. She would go to work, but she would spend her whole day writing stories. But imagine if she hadn't been fired, she probably then wouldn't have been on Struggle Street needing to make an income, which then led her to creating Harry Potter. And so much other goodness has been brought into the world because of that one lady's creations, okay? It's like magic in people's lives. And then there's also Oprah Winfrey, who was an evening news reporter, and she supposedly, this is, you know, you don't even know if these stories are fully true, but what I found on the internet when researching was that she got fired because she could not separate her emotions from her stories. And that is Oprah's freaking superpower. That is what has made the whole world love her, how she brings humanity to everything that she does, right? And imagine if she hadn't have been fired or she hadn't have been told no. We would Oprah be today. I doubt we would have the Oprah that we have in the world. She'd pro- she could potentially, you know, should probably still be reporting, still be doing news, that kind of stuff, but nowhere near the magnitude of what we have experienced in our lifetimes thanks to Oprah, okay? So I've got these three things that can help you to move forward. We're going to get into it right now. The first one is it is not personal. When you hear no, I know it can be really really easy to take it personally. You need to try to not beat yourself up over it. And think of it like this, there is likely much bigger factors than just your skills or your abilities, okay? And we may not get chosen for every single 
thing that we want to do in life. You know, you might apply for a job, might not get it. You might um, pitch to work with a new client within your job. Uh, They might say no. You might share ideas with your team or with your boss. They don't like the idea and they say no. That's okay. There are so many different variables that impact any any decision in life, yes, but in business as well. And you can't control them, okay? So I remember back when I was 17 years old and I was at Polytech, the tutor had told us to get work experience, okay? And I went to a local TV station in Matamata and it was called TV Central. So this is like over 10 years ago now. It was crazy. And I asked the CEO if I could intern with them. And he responded via email and he said to me, you know, I think that um, it would be better for you if you do work experience in radio, seeing as you're studying a radio course. Now, I remember at the time, two things, feeling so (laughs) rejected. Like I genuinely told myself that he had told me no, even though when I reread the email, because obviously I still have it in my inbox somewhere, when I reread the email all these years later, I was like, oh, it actually wasn't that bad. But obviously I've grown a lot in myself. And so when I read things now, I can see the different, um, let's say the different intent behind them. So it's really fascinating reflecting back to my 17-year-old self who felt so rejected. But I went back to him and I shared, you know, actually my radio course is, it's very diverse. We cover a lot of things. TV is one of them. And I would love to be on TV one day because back then I wanted to be a TV star. (laughs) And because of that, because of me, you know, going back to him and I guess responding and not taking it personally, although I did take it personally, but I didn't let him know I took it personally. He then invited me back to have a discussion And I ended up interning and then eventually got paid by them to do some TV stuff. It's really embarrassing. You can find it on YouTube, but I'm not going to tell you the name of it. So, um, yeah, because it's it's pretty cringe. (laughs) Now, if this happens to you, I want you to focus on the areas and the things that you can control, okay? You can control your skill set. You can control your dedication to your work. You can control so many things, but you know what? You cannot control being told no. And you just have to remind yourself, hey, this isn't personal. Okay. This it's not specifically about me. But at the same time, what you could also do is you could ask for feedback, right? And in any of those examples that I shared, you know, around going for promotion, pitching potential clients, your team not liking ideas, you could ask them like, what is it? that made you say no, or do you not like it, you know, is now not the right time, like try and paint a picture of why. And that's probably going to prove for you that it isn't personal about you as a person. Okay. So the second thing, and I feel like this is just building on from point number one, it is not a sign that you are not good enough. No matter how much it might feel like it, if somebody tells you no, it does not mean that you as a person are not good enough. And I know from experience how easy it can be to feel this way and to let the self-doubt creep in, but you need to stay positive and trust in yourself and your abilities because there is nothing worse 
than letting external forces tell you or make you feel like you're not good enough. You want to be strong enough in yourself. You want to have your own self-confidence, your own self-love, all of that good stuff dialed up so high that if you get told no out there in the world, your brain doesn't instantly tell you that it's because you're not good enough. And even if it does tell you that, you're conscious, you're aware, you've done the work, you can say, no brain, it doesn't mean I'm not good enough. I know that I am good enough, right? So this, I think, as women is something that we can do quite easily in a subconscious manner, okay? So make sure that the next time you're being told no, listen out for what thoughts are popping into your mind. And if it does go down that rabbit hole of feeling like you're not good enough, you just have to stop it in its tracks and say, no, this does not mean that I am not good enough. Okay. What it could be, and I love this and I help my clients with this all the time, is that it might not be you as a person, right? But it might be the way you are communicating the value that you're bringing or the value of your ideas, the value of your solution, okay? And so realizing this can help you to actually problem solve solutions. For instance, you could update your CV to be more results focused, be more descriptive about your skill set. So remember my example before saying how I contacted the CEO of this TV station and he from face value didn't know me from a bar of soap and saw, well, you're studying radio. Why would you come work for a TV station? You know, being more clear in that communication and say the desire um, to be on TV and radio is the start for you. You know, something like that. Here's the CV. You can also um, go deeper into client benefits. If you're again pitching um, your services or within your job, trying to bring on new clients, new customers, you know, okay, let's update this. Let's let's tweak this a little bit to make it more beneficial to them. They can really understand what they're going to get out of it. Um, and you can also then uh, talk to, for instance, if you've got ideas for improvements to your company, go tell your boss all the ways it's going to make the company more money. You know, this problem solving is such a good, it's actually a really helpful tool. When we stop the brain talk of why we are not good enough, why we were told no, because we suck. And in reality, it's, well, no, I'm great, but I'm just needing to get better at how I communicate this. Okay. So for instance, I had a client whose manager was going on maternity leave. I'm sure I've told the story before a few episodes ago, but uh, her manager was going on maternity leave and her boss wanted to talk to her about hiring a replacement. So like going outside the company to hire a replacement. And now this client, right, could have made it mean that because the boss wanted to hire outside, she wasn't good enough for the role, which could have then stopped her in her tracks from even showing some form of interest. But instead, we worked together on how she can communicate her value and her interest and also her determination to do a good job to her boss. So when she did this, this resulted in her boss giving her the promotion instead of somebody else because she didn't make it about herself and the idea that, well, if he if he's going to hire somebody else, it must mean that I'm not good enough. 
No, she realized, well, hey, I have an opportunity here. I just have to communicate it really, really well. And I've got a shot. And it worked out for her. It is so incredible. The third thing we can do here to help us move forward in our career when we're being told no is to take it as an opportunity to learn and grow. This is probably my favorite one, right? This is the one that's going to help you transform and like propel your career forward so much when you hear that no. Instead of feeling like you've been rejected, like you've wasted your time, your energy, your effort, what you can do is ask yourself, well, how can I learn from this? How can I grow from this? Where is the opportunity here? And I've also heard this quote and it's stuck in my mind for a really long time. And I love it. Every rejection is a redirection. So this means there is something bigger at play here, okay? If you're being rejected, is it because the world or the universe is trying to steer you in another direction where you're supposed to be? Every rejection is a redirection. And this correlates with the opportunity to learn and to grow because you get to ask yourself two things. You get to say, hmm, okay, is this really something important to me? Like, is this worth fighting for? Or is this me being redirected? And I believe that there is a time and place for both. And we get to choose what one we believe is coming through for us, okay? So for instance, uh, after I left my full-time role in July last year, I took a a part-time job just to try and help me with the transition. And it was a six-month contract. Three months in, there was some changes and some discussions and things like this. And ultimately what ended up happening is I had to ask myself, okay, is this worth fighting for? Do I really enjoy what I'm doing? Do I see the bigger picture here? Do I feel like this is where I'm meant to be? Or is this situation me being redirected? And for that, ultimately, it was such a blessing. And I know that the universe was pushing me to be like, Janelle, you left your job for a reason. You've just got to lean into it and go for it. And so I did. And look at me now. (laughs) The next one was, I remember... Back in like 2016, 2017, yeah, probably 2017, this was the year that I really lent into my personal growth. I had become qualified in my coaching and I was picking up clients and honestly, I wasn't very in love with my job. Like I'd realized, hey, radio is not for me anymore or this this time, this place, radio is not for me anymore. So I'm just going to try and see what comes my way instead, right? At that same time, my bosses could feel that I was pulling away. And so they pushed me really, really hard to test me, to test me and to see if I was dedicated and if I would, um, if I would come back, I guess. But what actually happened is they pushed me so far that it pushed me out the door. And I remember 
having this discussion with my boss at the end of that year when he gave me my contract for the next year because it was kind of like a year contract type thing so every year you felt like you were constantly having to prove yourself and your worth to be able to come back again the next year and he handed me this contract and I said to him I'm leaving and he said Janelle we've been testing you we weren't going to give you another contract because we felt like you your heart wasn't in it you weren't in it but we've been testing you and you passed the test And I said to him, well, you testing me is what's pushed me away. If you had have just spoken to me and actually talked about it, I'd probably be signing this contract, you know, because obviously there was things I loved about it, all that good stuff. But my God, the challenge in this. And so at that moment, you get to ask yourself, is this a redirection or is this worth fighting for? And absolutely, it was a redirection. Thank you for challenging me and making my life hell because it has led me here to now where I am in 2023, right? Everything is either a redirection or an opportunity to double down and to be like, no, this is what I want. And there is a lot of power in that. And and an example of that is that the company I went on to work for, I had lots of ideas and lots of proposals and things like that. And I got told no all the time. And I got to sit with myself and realize, no, Janelle, this is worth it. This is so worth fighting for, but not in a masculine, aggressive way. It's like, we're going to get smart on this. You know, we're learning how can we how can we fight for this in a way that is in the best interest of others? So this was about like, I used to run a um, entrepreneur program and it couldn't run without sponsorship. So I had to go to corporate organizations and show them the value of why they should support and sponsor this so that we could get the funding. And when they would say no, or when, you know, they weren't fully across the table, I then got inventive and thought, well, what do they need to say yes? And is that within something I can deliver? And most of the time it was, you know, so that is a way you can use literally tip three here on uh, learning and growing and then going back to them. And because again, it was worth it going back to them and eventually turning that no into a yes. So not every no has to be a no forever. You just have to ask yourself, is this worth it? Like, is this worth more of my time, more of my energy to put in uh, to get it to be a yes? But again, you have no control over that. So it might never be a yes, but you know, you can try. (laughs) So beautiful. Those are the three ways that you can confidently keep moving forward in your career when you hear no and go for the no's chase the nose because eventually you're going to get so freaking good at what you do that they'll become yeses remember it's not personal don't make it personal it's not a sign that you are not good enough you are absolutely good enough and if you don't believe that right now listen back to the past five seconds on repeat on repeat on repeat you are good enough And the third thing, it is an opportunity to learn and grow. You just have to figure out what that opportunity is and how you can learn, how you can grow, while at the same time asking yourself, is this rejection a redirection or is this me really knowing 
this is worth it. I'm going to double down on this. So I hope that you remember those and I hope that you lean on them the next time you're outside of your comfort zone and somebody says no. Or even the next time you're scared to get outside your comfort zone because you're worried someone will say no. Just know that you've got these three ways now. And these are really strong, powerful things that you can lean on, okay? Stay positive. Keep looking for ways that you can improve and improving your communication in what you do, right? Because again, it's not about you personally. Sometimes it can just be in the way you're communicating things that's not quite coming across to make it a yes. But if you improve that, then the yeses will start coming. Thank you so much for listening, beautiful. Have a wicked week. And I can't wait to be back here next week for episode 59 because we have a beautiful guest on the show. She is a mother of two. She owns two businesses. Honestly, I don't know how she does it, but that is exactly why we're having her on the show because I want to get all of the goodness out of her to share with you on how you can make your very full, likely overcommitted life run more smoothly.